Hey guys, it's Mike. Just uh, before we move forward, uh, we went ahead and recorded this uh, prior to the uh, shows going on. So uh, let us know how we did with our hot takes. And uh, we did this as a one shot uh, pretty late at night on Wednesday. So uh, enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the IFL podcast. I am your host. My name is Mike. With me, as always, is the man with the plan, Mr. Joey Shope. Joey, how you doing? Good. <laughs> okay. I like, like that. How's that, like that? That's some, hey, you know, I picked you as uh, kind of uh, my uh, person who I co-host with for a reason. I and do, that I do was like it. this narrative that you pick me. And not... It's true, and not vice versa. Whatever, yeah. it's on the radio. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, welcome everyone. So, uh, just wanted to say we were out last week. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, I was busy. I was visiting uh, IFL Europe, so uh, I apologize for that. Um, but uh, we're well, back. your full your full report will be obviously on ESPN. But uh, if you can give me. Just give me one one thing that you took away from IFL Europe, what they're doing differently, what they're doing well, what they're doing poorly. What is IFL Europe doing different from us? Yeah, what's crazy is uh, despite everything that, that happened over there during Europe, uh, every other sport shut down, but IFL continued. Uh, continued and and trudged on, which I found is uh, is rather amazing, you know. And that's that's the American influence leaking into IFL. Is it doesn't matter what type of level of monarchy passes away, we are going to continue and not hold anything up. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, Mike, as you said, a lot of stuff to cover, not a ton of time to do it. So let's get right into. Let's just talk uh, briefly, briefly about the end of series three, which I want to remind everybody. We have five series and we are done with series three. So if you are in fantasy, it is coming down to the wire. Yes. The Tustin Raiders went to the Garden Grove Trotters. A, a, oh, I think this is a tight score to begin with, but I'm telling you, do not look at the score difference and say that, oh, it was a blowout because it clearly wasn't. It was 68 to 64. This is a tight, this was a tight contest. But it was, I think it was closer than the points lead on. You know what I mean, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. It, it definitely was. And I feel like uh, with this one, there was a lot of, uh, you, you could definitely tell it was punch, counter, punch, punch, counter, punch. So um, I feel like uh, this is definitely, if you're looking at a textbook uh, IFL situation, this is definitely the game uh, mm-hmm. for you in series three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, let me. Let's just yes, briefly yeah, talk about. Uh, let's just run down the Garden Grove Trotters. Just a, this is this was their win uh, in Series Three. Of course, we had Captain Bill Jackson forward Dana Brown. Dana Brown uh, doing her usual stuff. Like she's just a consistent, super consistent. The way that forwards score in this league is that the first two points, or excuse me, I'm sorry, the first two scenes total those points divide by five that's how many points you get and as always with a forward you want someone who to be on a team that's a high scoring team that's like to start off a lot of energy start off a lot of wins and i think that that is something that dana does well and her whole team does successfully too yeah absolutely um you know you're looking at it there was um a lot of great you know you could definitely tell uh how well uh, someone's going to perform there in your first scene it really sets the tone and Mm -hmm. looking at it here um you know gotta give the custom raiders a slight edge but it was very slight yeah at least that's a start uh talking about the Tustin raiders 
Uh, let's talk about some of these other players. Jared Lamelli as that midfielder. He's your he is your classic midfielder build. He is what you want to do. I think that some teams sleep on midfielders, but I think Jared proves uh, not only did he get let's let's break this down. Not only did he get a a third round guess off correctly, the other two were in the second round. So we got a twelve second one and two uh, 45 second rounds. So that is that is uh, three points plus two more plus two more. Scoring by himself seven points, seven points. Right? How quality of a midfielder he is with that? Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at it, um, you could definitely tell that he uh, really had shown up. He was really there, and I think there was a there wasn't uh, there was a lot of effort just to get a lot of the clues out, get a lot of the um, just get get as many points as you can because you know when you get when you get further along it is definitely difficult to um you know convey something so i think like towards the end if you could just get one clue out you're way you're doing you're doing way well off absolutely so again do not let that score fool you i think that this was this way good fantasy good fantasy ifl stuff all around i think so Mm -hmm. um of course cal pearson as uh, a captain who i think Slow, and I don't want to get to it. We'll get to it when we get to it. But, you know, I think that he's someone who's been rising through the ranks of Eiffel Fantasy. If you want to touch on that a little bit, Kyle Pearson. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Pearson is definitely one of those guys. He came in, you know, people, he demanded the attention of a first round, but did not garner the uh, result of a first rounder. But uh, Does he play with a chip on his shoulder? Someone who's watched him, is, you, you, you've done a lot of study on him. Yeah, you know, he plays mean. He shows yes. up, he plays mean. He yes. really, really meant he is one of those people that will will go out there and you know he'll he'll uh he'll he'll play mean, but it's under the guise of someone who's just like, oh, you know, we're here to have fun, but uh, you know, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, Take, yeah. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. The man's an animal. Yeah, he he gets you those extra yards, extra little bit bitty like. I mean, look, fractional scoring is what it is, but you know, that those can be game deciders. Yeah. And I mean, I do believe, I mean, a 27% point share is nothing to scoff about coming as coming oh, down no, as the captain. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, well, 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 while we're already here, you know, talking about this already, why don't we just get into it? to jump right into our top uh, players, our highest scoring players of the season so far. Uh, we did 10 last time. Let's kind of focus on uh, five or six as we do have a tie right at the uh, bottom there between these bottom two right here. In fact, let's go from bottom up. Gotcha. Let's talk, let's talk Steven. All right. Uh, Steven, who was originally a one, two, three, four, excuse me, folks, one, two, three, four, five. He was player number five, now down to six, but that's because he's tiled, tied with, let's go right up to Kyle P. Both of these players tied yeah. at the fifth highest um fifth highest uh uh score at this point again at this point yes and i think that you're gonna see as we go up on the list there is a lot of movers and shakers so i don't know necessarily if this is a commentary on how if you know steven and kyle p kind of took their foot off the gas or is it just getting a much more competitive landscape out there i think i mean uh i think it's just the competition yeah I mean, you know, I had watched the game with, um, with Steven, uh, you know, and uh, with the Irvine.comies. And I, 
a sloppy game. I mean, I'll just be saying there's a lot of forward issues. There's a lot of stuff that went down. Yeah. You know, in terms of that. And that that costs a lot of points, you know, when it comes down to it. But, um, you know, they were overall, it was a very high point uh, scoring uh, affair. But yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, I think Steven, um, you know, and, and Kyle P, I think that uh, it's a testament of, yeah, there is too much too much high level competition there and everyone's kind of elevating themselves yeah exactly i think that like again and maybe this is like an iron sharpens iron kind of thing maybe both these play you know because look here's the thing so i think like we like to tell ourselves that fantasy doesn't matter to the players who are in the league i think we like to tell we like to tell ourselves that like they don't care about yeah you know, they're just trying to get wins or points and yada yada they don't really care but i think and if we have to yeah i think it's a matter of like you know you could say that but it's there it's like you know if there's a pro player and they didn't have a good game and you got all the analysts on monday chirping at them it's there you can't you gotta you you know it's out there well i mean that's that goes back to the question i originally pitched about kyle p if he's playing with a chip on his shoulder you don't get a chip on your shoulder without someone putting it there or without you garnering it so so i guess so yeah I, i think that while this is a professional league and i don't believe the analysts get in the way of some of these players Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think it's, I think it's still, I think it's still good stuff here. So let's, so let's talk. So that's Kyle and that's, uh, that's Kyle and Steven. Let's talk about Zach Payne rising up. Yeah. Huge leap here. Huge leap. Um, Zach Payne. Yeah. You're looking at, uh, you're looking at a major leap here. So, uh, I mean, Zach, when you think of Zach, it's, uh, consistency personified. The man is so consistent, um, and I think the one differentiator between Zach, which makes his performances so authentic, is you could tell the man's an actor. You could tell the man has done major stuff outside of improv. You could definitely tell he's he's very involved and he brings those theatrics. Uh, he brings it uh, to all of his performances. Yeah, I think that like uh, while he well, he was a first round pick in uh, I think both leagues that I'm in. Yep. Um, uh so you got him where you got him but i think uh uh but i think that we could have gotten him higher that's what that's really what i'm i'm circling around in yeah yeah i mean totally i think you know it, it took because i mean the pre the preseason rankings and stuff were uh you know he was, was a, a low first down. round he was a low first round because i think that's the thing that we always talk about zach Payne before this you know, we, we got into drafting um, is that, you know, uh, you know, he, he elevates teams around him, but I think we forgot that that means he also elevates himself. Correct. And that's more, I think he was evaluated more on how he would be as a team player and how he would support, like you were saying, his fellow teams, as opposed to, uh, you know, him, he, he's not the type to, uh, hot dog a show or steal a show in effort oh, to get yeah. points. It just naturally happens. Yeah uh but let's talk about this holy uh, cannoli let's talk about this riser let's see where was he you know he was at he was okay to be fair one two he was at seven last time so still doing good but now all the way up to four and that's jason Nguyen, rookie sensation now uh, this was on 
with Jason, it wasn't on any pre-draft, uh, you know, radar. He's a rookie. Yeah. We never even considered him kind of being towards the the a first round pick. But man, would your the, the absolute value, the oh. absolute value, like this is why people you draft have, for value. People have reached out to me telling me that they they waited on goalie. Right. You know what I mean? Which we did. We did talk about this before that the goalie position being one of these just high volume things and that the, the gap between the top goalie and the bottom goalie is not going to be whoa crazy. You know what I mean? But yeah. So Jason was one of these people that you were sleeping on. Yes, absolutely. I hit the snooze button on Jason and I will have the egg all on my face and I will eat. He can serve me a slice of humble pie. Uh, I formally, uh, regret that decision. I was very off. Jason, you you are the man. You are so endearing. You are, uh, you know, rookie sensation. It's easy to get behind you. And I think it's a testament. This this season's been gangbusters for him. Yeah. And then what, well, this is the word you said earlier with Zach Payne. And this is maybe the attribute I might give this person at number three, and that's Jennifer Choi. Yes. Uh, you know, it, uh, Jennifer number one consensus pick i think i i feel like it was definitely first round like top first round uh but you know i think uh the first game i think there was some points that were left on the table but sure, sure. you know going through the series that's a sign of a of a crafty veteran is uh the sign of you get better when the competition heats up you get better and i think that that's what uh jennifer choice she's found her rhythm she's solid yeah 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 uh and then let's talk well let's we have to go into both of them because these two are the ones battling for the number one supremacy and that's garen and james garen and james uh are two of if not uh if not the most exciting players in ifl fantasy at this point uh and i don't know i don't know who it's going to come down to this is going to this is the this is Mark McGuire and the um, and Barry Bonds of IFL Fantasy. If that's is that too bold? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think so. I think that that's that's pretty appropriate. That's who it was, right? Uh, it was Sammy Sosa. Damn it! But that's fine. Keep it in. All right. Uh, so looking at uh, looking at this. What did right Barry here, Bonds play? I thought they played. He soloed it, man. He soloed it. He was kind of on this. He was doing his own thing. It was the that was after so- yep. Sosa and McGuire. Yep. All right, that was keep it all it was, in. I don't care. To be fair, you were four when that happened. So uh, yeah, that's fair. And what you were six? Eleven. <laughs> yeah, no, just kidding. Definitely six. Uh, but, <laughs> that's yeah. dang it. That's dang it too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, Garen Miller, James Stebeck. Let's talk about these two. Yep. Couple of things. What did we talk about earlier? Goalies. Yep. Goalies, goalies. Uh, you know, you look at it. Uh, it's definitely. Uh, you could definitely tell that there's a there's a, a little bit of a friendly rivalry there. Uh, you know, and it's just uh, a battle of uh, a battle of wits. And I think, as for right now, you know, Garen's been such a consistent player. Um, but James coming back into the coming into the IFL after taking, I believe, a couple seasons off. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Uh, he's coached. He's come back. He's you know been away. But I mean, look. I mean, let's go back to their their historic matchup: the Irvine.comies versus the Fullerton Americans earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, a three point difference. Both scoring 70, 73 to seventy. I mean, this is a high. They're both on high flying, high octane offenses. 
Yeah. And uh, and when you have when you're playing against another team that does a lot of offense, the goalie position gets more opportunities. Right. It's more enriching opportunities to play in the IFL. You know, the hotter the crowd, you know, you, you talk about the crowd being possibly the fifth guy on any team. Because yeah. I've seen teams with the odd, the, the crowd against them win. I've seen crowds with the odd where the uh, crowd is uh, on their side and lose. And I know I'm saying the same thing, but, but I mean, it, it, when these two are on stage, you have to assume the crowd is going one way and that's with them. And of course, what happened is when they played each other, high scoring event. Yeah. And you know, uh, the, the thing is too, with the goalie joke, I think it's so interesting is because dependent on that crowd, if, you know, if, if it's a hot crowd, you know, you have such a high opportunity for a two pointer, but in that particular instinct, in that particular case, if you're raised, if the, the show overall shows bar has been raised, you might, some of those, you know, 50, 50 laughs and that you yeah, could have that received 50, 50 laugh. Yeah. Might not, might not swing your way. So it's, I think it's you know, so interesting. I mean, there's, we're talking about IFL being a game of inches. Right. The difference between, again, you need 51% of the audience to laugh to get right. a point as a goalie. Just that 1%. I mean, we, I know there's like a no dub thing, but uh, let me ask a dumb question, Mike. How many points do you need to have more than your other uh, the, the team you're playing against? All you need is one. Well, all you need is one more point to beat the other team. Now, the more points you score, the better you are for playoffs and all that stuff, yada, yada. We'll get to that when we get there. But right. you need just that one little thing, that little oomph, that little extra, that one extra point can decide so many things in IFL and IFL uh, fantasy too. Yep. And I think the thing is, is you got to take it. If there's any points you got to get, I'm surprised. I, I'm truly surprised this season, uh, you know, the scarcity of the power play, the, I, it's not being used a whole ton. Like it was in the season prior, but like every single show, there was a power play used. Well, it's, it's funny. You bring that up for those of you who missed IFL uh, 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 this last show, not only was there a power play, in the end of series three play, but in the beginning of series four, also a power play. And we're going to get huh. to that. Why don't we jump right into that? So, but let's, you know what, before we get there, any closing thoughts on James versus Garen, this, uh, this McGuire. So stuff, I'm now saying it too much to kind of like, <laughs> any, any yeah. final, any final thoughts on here? Do you, do you see it? Do you see James taking it? Let's go here. Do you think James yeah. carries it the rest of the way or does Garen take it back over or it, third person? Does Jason to make a splash? Yep. Yeah. Uh, or Jason went or, or Jennifer, you know, slow and steady wins the race. But uh, James, I, I, I've drafted James. Uh, I've scouted James. He's my, he's my little show pony. And I'm riding that little show pony all the way to, to an IFL victory. Uh, I am, I'm all in, I'm all in on James. Maybe this is hubris talking. Maybe it's, uh, you know, Maybe it's just this, this eleven thirty. I don't know what time we're recording this shit. This but. does make me want, based on all that, just to say I think Garen's going to take it now. This is how petty I am. There we go. Get petty, boy. Yeah, Get that's hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, stay petty. Cool slash show to find more of my uh, uh, clothing material. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Smash my clothing that. brand. Yeah. Yeah. Smash that like button and uh, do whatever. Like, you comment, and do. subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. Hey, listen, download this podcast. You don't have to listen to it. I'm stealing this right from Fantasy Focus. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, listen, listen to this podcast wherever you can find it. Uh, we really appreciate those likes and those comments and those subscribes. Well, yep. but listen, that's look, that's not why you're here. 
nope. you're here to you let's talk about series four yep and what a series four it is i'm gonna pull up i'm gonna pull up the um break down the points because i need you to hear this and i know you know this yep. but i need i need the world to hear this talk about player of the game david kasner not surprising if you know the guy if you know the player talk about player of the game does not come to a shock to me nope no 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 absolutely not here's uh, the shocker here's if i'm so sorry to cut you off here no. is the shocker oh for three on goalie jokes uh, that's that's wow how I know. how Look, oh my gosh you drafted you drafted you drafted david kasner to get you points which clearly he did talk about player of the game most points, and this is not a and this is not a case of highest scoring player was on the losing team. This is not only the winning team, but also the highest scoring player. It's two for two. That's incredible because if you see, if you look at the scene two, I don't think any players got more like eight points. I think that's the highest that any point someone has gotten, I believe, in the games individually, if I'm not mistaken. No, I know. Like it's 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 so funny this 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 thing of of you know you just don't you never know ifl ifl fan, football fantasy ifl fantasy football yeah any given sunday kind of thing yeah commanding i mean commanding a 38 uh, a 38 percent point share i mean yeah. how could you not land at taco bell player of the game with that kind of i know but to uh, do it share. now have, had you got 38 percent of the of the share while also getting all three goalie jokes then yeah you go of course of course, but to do it despite that, to do it despite not, and of course, let's, you know, I know we're singing this guy's praises. Let's also talk Jason Nguyen and an 11 point outing for him uh, because you know what? He got all three, yep. but this is just one of those things. Newport Beach Academy, which is also worth saying too. Now they're at, they're at 50%, they're at 500 for the season. Lake Forest Rangers undefeated before going into this game. Yeah. Now they walk away with, with a, uh, with a loss. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I mean, you can, you just see like on paper right now, you know, it's, it's Jason Nguyen um, is there in the consistency of uh, J2, J definitely put her, um, put her numbers in, you know, and I think looking at it on paper, you could say like, yeah, you know, I could definitely see them running the table there, but yeah, like you were saying, any given Sunday, sometimes right. you just sometimes don't know. You, you just, just don't do know. It. Jennifer yeah. Choi, of course, standing out as I've always considered. I think, yeah, I think when when we talk about the IFL, like when we talk about the fantasy awards hand out this season, I think Mr. Consistency is going to go to Jennifer Choi. Yeah, I don't, I, I, it would be tough to beat that because it's going to come down to. Okay, I mean, this is this is worth discussing too, but Jason to win, probably going to win best value not not mvp of ifl fantasy but mm-hmm. best value maybe maybe he wins both i don't know but best value you got jason late if you drafted james you drafted garen you got him in the first round yada yada you, you know blah 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 same with zach payne and jennifer Choi. you got them at the high end so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll square away highest fantasy player yeah uh, at the end of the season but mr consistency jennifer Choi, and i it's it would be shocking to see someone get uh, a best value pick higher than Jason to win. Is that, is that, am I completely off base at this point? I know we talked about a little bit. No, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, if you had to maybe give someone else a nod, maybe a Steven, 
could be in that conversation. Maybe Dana, honestly, was, you know, drafted yeah. fairly high. But, I mean, just Jason nguyen has been such a stand. And, I, you know, look, it's the position, too. I'm not going to say the position isn't helping him, but he's also – he's earning every point he's getting. Right, definitely. I mean, he he's definitely – uh was a deep deep sleeper but uh has now kind of said you know what i'm taking control i'm taking over and i know we're gonna gonna do well i'm repeating myself at this point but the amount of people who reached out saying they have jason to win on their team and got him late and waited and waited on goalie some people even told me they were he was the only goalie remaining by the time that he got there can and you look imagine? at could I know. Well, it's it, well, look, we don't we don't draft when we know. We draft when we think. It's true. If we draft when we know, uh, I think let's go back to really quick. James James Garen Jennifer, probably first round picks. Zach Payne, probably a first round pick. Jason's now a first round pick. Kyle Pisa, first round pick, or Steven, whichever one uh, moves you more. Uh, but then you go right into Jared, was probably a third round pick, got him in the second now. Clayton is the highest coach you know like so you know just it's, it's just one of these things where like you know we we draft when we can take best estimates and guesses but any given sunday stuff just it, this is what this is what it is yeah you got that you got that right i mean it's uh it's plain and simple you know you look at it i think preseason and pre-draft you know we were talking uh, you know michael jordan to the scotty pippen but now yeah. jason, jason completes the triangle yeah he's this is this i mean look look, look at that Try that, that is a triangle offense and saying nothing of course of jay who's also a facilitator too right and this exactly. kind of point guard position where where she's setting them up yep. to succeed you know like and i think that i think that yes yeah, scotty is a the the chris beal scotty uh 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 scenario or or metaphor plays out too and yep. jennifer gets points and jason gets points yeah uh, i wanted to make the argument I'm not ready to yet, but Jason to win, possibly an MJ replacement for Jennifer. Mm-hmm. I mean, or do we have two MJs? I don't know. It's again. Wow. Maybe I'm getting a little heated. I'm getting a little heated right now because we're still talking about a team that lost yeah. uh, in a 64 to 62. So this was a tight one as well. You know, one to two things could be the difference maker on that. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I digress. Let's talk a little bit more about these other players. Of course, Talia was out with uh, injury bug. Uh, yep. but got, but their sub got you five points as well. Uh, Anna Ishizaki got you six points again. I think that that's maybe the thing I'm seeing most improved in Newport Beach Academy is those two first scenes are mm-hmm. getting a little bit more solid and consistent and like is benefiting the reward on that. Courtney Magleby, uh, as they were the first, excuse me, as this was the first show of the night, Courtney Magleby first power play of the season. And, and, you know, they got to make those, they got to make those choices and they, and I'm glad because when they started it, uh, it's a trickle effect. Once one person breaks the seal throughout the rest of the show, it's going to be power play city. I think so too. And again, think about these points, think about what we're saying without the power play, it's 59 to 62, still tight race, still Mm -hmm. tight race. With, with the power play going in their favor, 64-62. But let's right. say that's the risk of a power play. Let's say it goes the other direction. We're now talking 67 to 59. Right. That's what the power play is. It's like when you take the, it's, you take the goalie out of, uh, out of the net in, in hockey. It's the same story here. You take a big risk. You leave yourself open for vulnerability. 
but it paid off and Courtney got netted you eight points by themselves. By themselves got you eight points if you got them as your coach. Yep. Yep. And that's a big testament to their uh, their effort and their dedication to the craft. Absolutely. Uh, I'm liking seeing also, they're not afraid to move around some plays, some pieces. Vanessa, traditionally a goalie, uh, played midfielder. Um, uh, Talia's re- uh, substitute. Um, and yeah. we're getting we're getting re- reports now that Talia should be back in the uh, lineup for their next show, for her next show. Good. Um, uh, but they're there. They Talia still ends up with five points for you. So so still, uh, Courtney's Courtney and the Newport Bridge Academy trending in the right direction. If you own a lot of stocks of them, right. And I'm I liked the the the. It's definitely a very well rounded team because yes. Um, prior I believe in series three, Talia was goalie. If that's correct, yeah, I do believe so. And Vanessa yeah. started off this year as the goalie. So there, this is what I like. What's what you like? That's what I like seeing in a team. I know this is. This is maybe corny to say because I'm speaking on both sides of my mouth. I like a team that isn't afraid to mix it up or sticks with what they know. What yep. I don't like seeing is like a change here and there and change back immediately. That's where I'm like, okay, come on now. Yeah, you got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. You got to see. You got to see what works, and you got to commit. That's, yeah, that's or you you keep shuffling the deck to to keep your opponent on your toes. I think shuffling around once, eh, not for me. Yep. You know what I mean? Keep yep. shuffling the deck. You don't know what yeah. you pull out because, and let me tell you, in the in the two shows where they've shuffled around because of one reason or another, they've won. <laughs> yep, there you go. Keeps the opponents guessing too. They don't the op- the coach on the opposite end doesn't know how to strategize. If you're planning to play against David Kasner as your captain, and then he shows up to goalie, now does he get you all three goalie points? No, but he still got <laughs> talk about player of the game, and you cannot take that away from him. Nope. All nope. uh, right. Now, Mike, last thing. I know we're, yep. we're speeding through this, but this will be a quick one, but it's all right. We got, we got, we got another show coming up September 24th. Garden Grove Trotters at the Fullerton Italian Americans and then Irvine.com is at Tustin Raiders. Let's talk about those Gar- Grove Trotters real quick. Coach Clayton Moore after a win is now playing against Fullerton Americans also after a win. This is going to be a high scoring affair. Again, want to want to go back to of the of the one, two, three, four teams, oh, excuse me, one of the three teams that have scored 70 points or more, Fullerton Americans are that, but so are the Garden Grove Trotters. Oh my gosh. Garden this Grove Trotters. Yeah. Garden Grove Trotters, Irma.com is in Fullerton Americans, only teams with 70 points or more. Man, this is going to be heavy. Um, I just wanted to know uh, are you aware of any injuries at this time? Any substitutions? At this juncture, it seems like everything's a go. Now, of course, knock on wood, wherever you are, find some, find some, find, find a table, find something. Uh, uh, but I, I'm, I'm I, things are looking good. Um, and again, I'm going to say it. I'm looking for Dana Brown to continue her dominance in that forward position. This is got, this is a high scoring team. The forward and fantasy benefits from it. I think Dana Brown's going to have a great day. Yep. Uh, does I, the Garden Grove Trotters win? I don't know, but I think Dana Brown's going to have especially a good day. That's my, that's my gut call at this point. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go, let's see. Well, yeah, give me a Fulton American. Have... Give me a Fulton American yeah. that you like. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just trying. I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a damn uh, hot take here, uh, but let's see. Um, you know, the way in series three, how uh, Ma handed out the uh, prosciutto uh, prior the prosciutto, to yeah. pr- prior. Uh, you know, 
I think, you know, there's a lot of theatrics. There's a lot their their intro. It's very, a lot of wham, bam, you know, hit you fast and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I think I am expecting a uh, strong showing from Kristen. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting a strong, strong showing from Kristen. Garen, he's going to be consistent. Yes. Um, you know, he's going to be consistent. And I'm but that, also- That doesn't move the needle to mention Garen's going to do well or bad. I don't know. I, or to, right. say, to say do well. If we said he's going to do bad, I think that would move the needle. But I think you know what you're getting. But but I, I do like this call, Chris Minichel. I think that as a captain, uh, she's really finding her role. I think leadership suits her well. I think she's been doing good things on the outside. Really a locker room person. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Uh, so I think, yeah, Kristen, definitely there. Um, definitely is going to- um, you know, have a, have a really, uh, really great show. Absolutely. Okay. Irvine.commies at the Tustin Raiders, both entering with the same uh, uh, um, win loss record. They're not going to exit the same way. Irvine.commies. Let me, uh, let's have you do Irvine.commies. Tell me someone who's sticking out to you on Irvine.commies. I mean, we talked about Steven earlier. Do we want to go with Steven? Do we want to go with James again? I think if you say James is going to do a good job, that's not, that's not good radio. Yeah, uh, it is not. I mean, this team is made up of, of dynamites here. Um, you know, going back, uh, you know, looking at the uh, Lake Forest Rangers, Irvine, uh, Doc Commies game, uh, game number eight, uh, you know, I, the 23 percentage point share from Julie uh, yes. is one that was w- very, very, uh, yes. a very good sight to see. Yes. So, I mean, I think that uh, Julie continues this wicked, uh, wicked streak that she's got. And I, I'd buy that. I'd buy that. No questions asked. Totally. I think that she's going to do a, a fantastic job. And depending on if coach, uh, coach Willoughby puts her at the captain's match, that's something that I would want to see her not get, get her, uh, get her fair share in. Cause I know that those captain's matches can be, uh, a challenge to, uh, yeah. To, um, to um, my apologies, the huddle. Uh, yes. Got to use that sweet, sweet branding. Yeah. Uh, but, Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, you got to fight with, if you're a captain, you got to fight for what's yours in that huddle or else you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. get eaten alive out there. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so let's, Who are let's... you thinking, Joey? Who Custom are you thinking? Raiders, well, this is what we talked about at the very start of the season in that we are, we're an older league right now. Tustin Raiders are the oldest league in, in terms of average years spent together, spent doing, I excuse me, average seasons doing IFL. And, and then, you know, their team average is four. So I, there's a lot of people here. I think Erica is a very exciting rookie. I think we go with Kyle Pearson though. Stick with what you know. I yeah. think Kyle Pearson as their, as their captain has been doing a lot of stuff that you like seeing from a captain. I think that this is not going to be, I think weirdly, I don't know if this is going to make sense. I think this is a very by the book show. Yep, I I agree. I think it's going to be a clean show. I think I there's think, not going to yes. be any mistakes. I think it's going to be a very clean. Show. I I agree. So that comes with that experience from both Coach Willoughby and Coach Luchin. because it's so by you know, and not saying boring. There's no such thing as a boring IFL show. I just think that like if you're looking for splash, that that Grove Trotters Bulletin Americans one, that's the. That's the maybe splashier one, but this is where the the credentials and the history come through and the fundament fundamentals. That's what I want to say. Yeah, I agree, Joey. I 100% wholeheartedly agree. I think that it will be a very solid, solid fundamental show. Yeah, and so I think when I think fundamentals, I think this team's got a lot of it. I will say of the Tustin Raiders, Kyle Pearson strikes me as a little more splashy. 
maybe make mm-hmm. some noise on the outside. I don't know. We'll see it when we get there. But I think that is a, I think that'll be an exciting show to watch for sure. Yep. Well, um, Joey, I believe we are going to be coming to the end of our time here. Do you have any final takeaways? Uh, no, look, folks, this is series three out of series. Excuse me. We're up to series four out of five. We, this is we're coming to the end folks so if you if you need to get your points your teams locked up get them set now do not set and forget it make sure you show up on day of the 24th is the next show with your lineup set and really let's focus in on these last two shows because look it's still let me tell you uh, let me i know look I, I know we're running out of time but i went from scoring no points to winning it all of this week. Winning it all. Last week got zero points. This week I won it all. I'm moving up. If I do this, if I do this two more times, I'm at 15 points. Yep. And Better that could challenge. Out. That could challenge. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, Joey, you definitely uh, kind of slingshotted back into the uh, back it's, into the forefront here. It's anyone's game. I'm not saying if you're in the middle. Let me put this away. If you're in the top two. Keep your head on a swivel because you could get moved out. If you're in the middle two, it could go either direction. Bottom two, you're not counted out yet. No, absolutely It takes not. one bad week to get zero points. It takes one good week to get five. I know that's like a no duh, but like it telling you a bad week, it happens to anybody. Yep, absolutely. Well, uh, I'm just going to say too, I think it's a very, uh, yeah, playoffs, baby. Think about the playoffs, position the your playoffs. teams well position your teams well because every point counts and uh it's going to be a great ride to the finish here all righty guys well that is our time thank you uh so much again joey thank you uh so much for joining us it has been our uh pleasure to uh continue to provide you with the uh latest information the most uh up-to-date injury news anything like that um and we are just so excited to uh and looking forward to another great great ifl series so um joey anything anything before we go no i think that uh you know we're we're coming to the end folks get your lineup set up playoffs right around the corner check out improvcollective.fun to find out more about shows and classes wait joey i have a question yes uh is dot fun is that a free domain yeah it is i'm not doing the bit (laughs) Okay, cool. I regret that bit. We pay extra for the dot fun. Okay, bye guys. Good God. Keep it all in.